Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. My name's Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today, we are talking about some twins that shaped our childhood. And twins. Um, <laughs> twins. Twins, Basil. Twins. Uh, it takes two. 1995. 1995. 1995. Holy crap. I'm oh, actually yeah. a little creeped out by how much you liked this movie when you were a kid because 1995, you were only 12. Minutes, right. So. Same. Same. Yeah. I was a little weirded <laughs> out by it, too. I had this movie on VHS. It was the big bubble uh, VHS box. It wasn't like the, the sleeve type. It was like a. it looked like a, a Disney movie, but it was, you know, not. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, yeah, yeah, I had it, every feeling of a Disney movie. Yeah, right. It, it could have been for sure. Um, uh, so before we get started, though, we always ask everybody who's listening in. If you have never found a reason to watch It Takes Two, I mean, that's probably best. But if you want to follow <laughs> along like you've seen the film and know what we're talking about, please take a moment to go do so right now. Uh, it's currently streaming on Stars, maybe. Where was it streaming? Uh, I, I had to rent it. I watched oh, it on you? HBO Max. Which yeah, is what if, I you had, if you have a, an HBO subscri- subscription, you're good. Yeah, Hulu, HBO. HBO Max is king. That's it. That's it. But yeah, go find it, watch it there, and then we'll give you a few seconds to do that. You can pause the podcast and come back and join us for the conversation. And you're back. Yeah, all right. about them passwords. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, all right, so everybody's up to speed. We've all seen the film. Now we're going to uh, go ahead and talk about it. But Mandy, you and I don't like to talk about these movies by ourselves. That's why we bring on a special comedian guest. And today we are very excited to have returning guest, uh, Lansing area comedian, Mr. James Couture is with us, everybody. Hi, this is the most late for a podcast I've ever been. That's all right. We were were running into technical difficulties. Mandy's mic didn't work anymore. We had to swap out some parts and pieces. We're good. Yeah, I usually can cover my hair with my headphones and now I have to deal with the fact that I look like a like 13 year old boy in the 90s. Like basically that's (laughs) that's okay. (laughs) The humidity is taking the volume right out of my hair. Oh, man. Yeah, Mandy's rocking the Devin Sawa over there. So right? What up, Casper? <laughs> we are good. All right, guys. Uh, welcome in. James, uh, we always ask everybody who we have on the podcast uh, before we get started, how long had it been since you saw It Takes Two before we forced you to watch it for the podcast? Well, much like you, Matt, it was when it was on VHS. Um, okay. I was. I mean, I probably was pretty young going, like, because I'm just a few years older than the Olsen twins are, like. Three or four years. I kind of grew up with them as a child. Oh, then it's more appropriate for you to think they're hot in this movie. Yeah, but sure. I never, I wasn't really never on that train. I never really got it. I thought it was yeah. kind of weird. Cause like when I was like 19, they were just turning like 18 or something like, I don't know. And uh, I didn't really sit down and do the math. I just know I was never, I was like, God, these people are weird. They're really into these. Yeah, people had, like, legitimate trackers on the internet that were, like, how many days until Um, they turn? By people, do we mean Howard Stern? Because we can't really, I I mean, that's basically it. He's gross, gross. yeah. (laughs) So, all right, so it's been a minute, but we're we're here for it. Mandy, how long has it been for you since you saw this movie? I tried to get my daughter to watch it the last time it was streaming on Amazon. And it okay. was so when I when I rented it on Amazon, it, it was like, do you want to restart? And it was like right in the middle. So I think maybe like a year or two. Okay. I, I tried to watch it with her and she was like not having it. So um yeah, but probably all the way through, easily 
25 years. It was sure. a long time. Yeah, right. for sure. I would like to press to make a point that the reason I watch this movie is not because of the Olsen twins, but 100% Christy Alley. Okay. Kirstie. 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 Yeah. Yeah, she'll come after um, you. Uh, mine was for the Goots, here? for sure. Oh, my God. Steve Gutenberg, Gutenberg. in a light linen. And then when yeah. he's in this pool. When he gets I out of the like, water and that shirt sucks to his body, I was like, where did you come from, Steve seriously. Gutenberg? Yeah, that I was, was crazy. Like, why was he not like a more of a leading man in other? I mean, he was occasionally like Cocoon and, then yeah. uh, you know, we in uh, uh, the robot one. Help me out. We did that one. Um, the robot one. Oh, short circuit. Oh yeah, yeah. Short circuit. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. But no, he absolutely should have been like action, like leading man for sure. So, yeah, he's like a secret daddy. He's got like a good <laughs> spot under there, man. For sure. I I feel like he he was uh, he missed out. Like I feel I don't know. Maybe yeah. that was just like an eighties thing. But when you right. stand next to Burt Selleck long enough, you feel small. Yeah, for sure. Uh, oh Ooh. yeah, Tom, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Yeah. Which is basically like Burt Reynolds, but Tom Selleck. I think oh, one person. Burt sure. Selleck. So it's that would Burt be in a that would be a crazy bobblehead. Is it? <laughs> but, uh, it would just be a mustache on a neck. Burt Selleck's like, the name of uh, Alex Bozanovic's podcast, isn't it? <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, all right. So for me, it's been a while. It's been like twenty years. I did watch the shit out of this when it was on VHS. I don't know why. It was just one of the movies that was in the house, and I watched it a lot. Uh, it was one of those ones that I was allowed to just watch whenever because it was like a kid's movie and no one cared. Um, yeah, so I uh, I watched it then and it was a treat to rewatch it now. But in order for us to find out and gauge kind of how we felt about the film, we have given everyone a task to complete. And that task has a theme song that goes along with it. And that theme song goes like this. Chop this, chop this synopsis. And of course, that theme song was provided by Mr. Bob Fredericks or Game Pass Dad, uh, if you're watching on Twitch. So, love you, um, Bobby Freds. So, what I've done here is I've asked all of us to please prepare a 10 word or less synopsis of It Takes Two. Uh, you can chop that synopsis down as far as you want to. And if anybody would like to go first, uh, we're, we're taking volunteers. So, 10 words or less, It Takes Two. Well, I'm I'll go. Mine's, mine's really bad. Okay. All right. Um, two women want a man for money. He chooses wisely. There you go. All right. I'd watch that <laughs> for sure. All right. Uh, I'll go. One, I'll, I've got two of them, actually. So I'll go and then yes. I'll let James go. All right. So uh, my one is my first one is turns out it takes three to make a good movie. <laughs> so because because they were a little bit lacking in this one. Or four. Um, yeah. Really. Well, I mean, it's just more than the two more. It takes more than. <laughs> It takes more than Mary Kate and I. I just didn't have enough words to say that specifically. <laughs> um, so, James, all right, uh, what do James, you have for us? Let her rip. Um, what do you got? I want to give you my best one. Okay. Because I have, as you know, I I go nuts. Um, sure. So, uh, two strangers, not twins, do anything for family. Dominic Toretto. <laughs> not twins. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I was on a very much the same uh, vein as that one for my second one, James. I have. Matchmaking untwins ruin crazy woman's one chance with Gutenberg. Wow. So they, they fucked it up for her. They did such a good job of making her beautiful in the beginning. And like, just, I couldn't even look at her yeah. by the end. She was a real like, problem. 
the shiny forehead, the horrible <laughs> hair, the zit in the middle of her forehead and the, the lipstick on the teeth. I was just like, girl, like this yeah. is your wedding day. You look the worst. Sure, I, sure. I legit have not. I got married like almost 10 years ago and I have not looked better. Like I, I went downhill, like for sure. <laughs> yeah. From that day. Like I did not try way. ever again. <laughs> so. Get married. <laughs> so uh i guess we'll we'll kick things off by getting a clip from mrs kensington or miss kensington right away um but before we do uh so basically uh mary kate and ashley olsen are two unrelated children uh who happen right. to cross paths and look exactly the same uh one needs a family and the other one is trying to not get this woman added to her family miss kensington so that's the rough premise of what we're dealing with here and here's miss kensington Just the worst. I would like you to meet a very good friend of mine, Clarice Kensington. Hello, Miss Kensington. How do you do? Oh, what a perfect little girl. Roger, I'm absolutely smitten. Awful. Just the worst. She's, <laughs> she's so waspy and terrible. She's just oh, awful. That's on so the boat. <laughs> She is so horrible. Yep. I'll <laughs> um, do Jane, it on Jane the boat. Siebert, Jane Seabit, by the way, played her. Yeah. So, and you know, she did a pretty good job. I She's feel like. She's a perfect villain. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for like, sure. The clear antagonist of the entire way. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it, she seemed legit like somebody who would go after Gutenberg. So he was not really at fault until he figured out what she was all about. And then. Um, was he, yeah. was he. He met her and engaged her while his daughter was gone. Like she had legit never met her. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I have so many questions about, yeah. okay. So many questions about this movie. Like, I mean, there's a lot of neglect in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Dude, sure. I worked in the courts. And so this movie is an, and I was an adoption coordinator for six years. So I so have, you were Kiersey so Alley. I yeah well no I was not never a lost a kid. <laughs> <laughs> you ever try to take but, any of the kids home like she did? I trust me, like it it is hard. She's the and most I will definitely person in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like just in general, like how quick this girl gets adopted. Like when I worked for in adoptions for you know six plus years, like the the biggest bitch was how long it took. <laughs> Yeah. So that they, these people would not like get, you know, there's no way. But anyway, that's like, that's lame. That's pulling away from like the whimsy of the whole like situation. But well, I'm yeah. sure all the kids have that little rascal type of mentality as well, getting into hijinks. And, oh, and oh, yeah. And by the way, there's no such thing as orphanages anymore. Like that, that doesn't happen. Even sure. in 1995, like there's that wasn't a thing. If you were in a there. residential home, in general, you were scary. And if, or, I mean, sadly, and this is something I'll probably plug at the end with foster care, but sadly, like they do put kids in residential homes um, that cannot like get, that people don't adopt. And yeah, unfortunately, that aren't placed or whatever. Yeah. It has to just, yeah, like yeah. foster parents, they get checks for taking kids in, right? A right. Those, of, oh, those butt kisses are just collecting and, children. Well, yeah. and residential homes are basically almost like juvenile home. It's for yeah. kids that are like super naughty. And yeah. So well, like, here, let's meet some of the orphans since we're talking about them all. Here's uh, right at the beginning of the movie. This is how they kick things off. They're playing street baseball. Heck yeah. With a stick. It's Pickle. great. Here, here we go. Both fans, 
it's the bottom of the ninth and the bases are loaded. And guess who the orphans have <laughs> I love that they call their team the orphans. Like, who's, who's the other team? <laughs> the bastards. <laughs> Just really going over the top with the accent. Yep. Otherwise, the game is going to be called on account of bloodshed. Hey, oh, there should have been a. I do feel like in the whole thing is just like the all the kids. It's it. They're all auditioning to be in Goodwill Hunting. Like that was like the whole thing for me. How you like them apples? <laughs> it's a good engine, Will. <laughs> Yeah, I, and what it is, I mean, clearly they were trying to make them in polar opposites as much as possible in yeah. in uh, the way they acted, the way they sound, and so on. But it was a little too much on both ends. Both of them are real bad with their with their accents. They're terrible, and they drop oh. them like halfway through yep. and all the time. It's they, ugh. It's the well, worst okay, so part of the movie. <laughs> Matt and I are from a town called Delton, right? Uh-huh. Del- but I do try to say Delton. Yep. When I tell people, because Delton sounds like you're from Delton. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. You sound like, yeah, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. When you're from here, you sound like you're from here. Yeah. So I, I try to, I do try to tell people like, oh, I went to, to school in Delton. Like, like I do try so to It's fancy like... and hyphenated though. It's <laughs> Delton like Kellogg. It's it up. <laughs> yeah. Right. But all right. So yeah, we've determined that the, uh, the accents were the worst actor or worst part of the film. Uh, let's jump into uh, and see if anyone had any like standout performances, any characters that were like, holy shit, I forgot they were in there and they're great or anything like that. Did anything stand out in particular to anyone? I mean, honestly, there wasn't enough Philip Bosco, if you ask me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's Vincenzo. Vincenzo. Yeah. God, he was freaking, uh, he's the best part of the movie. <laughs> he is also one of the most least responsible people. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, boss, she uh, she ran away, so I'm going to let her go for a while. I'll go find her later, maybe. Does that sound good? <laughs> this other kid who also looks like your kid's all scarred up. What's up? <laughs> and he doesn't tell him. Like, as a parent, like he's at his wedding, and he's like, oh, she's just not herself today. And I'm like, motherfucker, if you work for me, you better tell me that that kid is not my kid. Like, <laughs> this is so jacked. And I do oh, want to so point you out guys, you have children like <laughs> Steve Gutenberg looks in the other Olsen face like twins eyes when it's not his daughter. He's just like, of course, it's you. Yeah, I feel like because she had been gone, real- she had been yes. gone for a while. I do agree with Matt. And he came back. She came back and he was already like, oh, my God, you're a foot taller than you. Like, so clearly, I don't know where she went or what span of time she was gone for. And he was probably not that attentive of a father to begin with. I would. It sounds like. So he probably was just like, yeah, you're shaped like my kid was supposed to be that. You must be my kid. You know, so I I can see him really. I don't have kids and I already know I'm going to be a better dad. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Like, I, I do agree with Matt. Like, the other day, my I looked at my daughter as she was swimming, and I was like, holy shit, she has a birthmark on her shoulder that I didn't know she had. So, like, <laughs> if she went missing, they'd be like, uh, does she have any birthmarks? And I'd be like, no. And, like, she's totally good. And then she gets out of the water, and I'm like, I am the worst mom ever. Like, I've looked at this child for yeah. six and a half years every day. But you know what I'm more concerned about is, like, go the fuck to sleep. 
or like I had to change her diaper, wipe her butt or like, you know, all these other things. And then she gets out of the water and I'm just like, okay, mental note. Yes. She has a birthmark on her shoulder. If right. she ever goes missing, you need to make sure you mention that. Otherwise everyone will think it's you. <laughs> I have yeah, I have thought about that several times because I'll try to imagine what my daughter's eye color is every once in a while. And I'll be like, oh, fuck. Do I know what it is? Like if some cop were to come up to me and be like, we found a missing child and this is their eye color. And I'd be like, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds right. That sounds like mine, you know, or whatever. Uh, yeah, it, I panic often uh, because of that. So I just, I don't know why. I don't know why I haven't committed those things to memory, but here we are. Um, because you, know? you didn't sleep. That's the problem. That's, yeah. Like for me, at least, like as a parent, like I just didn't sleep for so long that like she fucked my brain. Like I graduated <laughs> with honors from high, from high school, Jesus Christ, from college. And I am so much dumber now that I have had her. Like even like pregnancy plus sleep loss. Like I don't know why anyone entrusts me to be in charge of another human being because it is not okay. Um, just real quick, um, a quick rundown of who's who. We talked. Kirstie Alley plays Diane Barrows. Steve Gutenberg plays uh, Ron Roger Calloway. Jesus, I'm hey, get his name right. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> okay, in case you're wondering which twin did what, Mary Kay Olsen played Amanda, Ashley Olsen played Alyssa, um, Philip Bosco, obviously, we love him, played Vincenzo, and he has been in so much stuff. Like, it was impossible even to like list the stuff that we've done or yeah. that he's been in. The biggest one that I remember so far was was Money Pit with him. Yes, he was he one of the contractors. The, yeah, Curly was yeah. his name yep. in that. Yeah. And then uh, Jane Stevett played Clarice. And then just, I threw these in here just because I feel like they were super recognizable. Ernie Grunwald played um, Harry Buttkiss. And Ellen Ray Hennessy played Fanny Buttkiss. Yeah, Fanny Buttkiss. I know, right? But I looked them up and there is nothing like substantial. It's just the fact that they have both like especially Ernie Grunwald has been in literally like every show I've ever watched. Yeah. Just like one episode. So yeah. Um, I do have, uh, this is meeting the butt kiss children. So since we're talking about them, I'll play this clip. <laughs> Baba, Bridget, Brenda, Bonnie, Billy, Bobby, Ben, and little Harry jr. Now he's up. Uh, <laughs> he's the important one. There's been a big mistake. You see, my name is not Amanda. <laughs> we know that, honey. <laughs> you do? Sure. And you will never have to be Amanda again. That's right, because from now on, you're gonna be little Betty Buttkiss. Let's go down and get Betty here some Pop Pops. All right. <laughs> um, so the guy that played um, Harry Buckkiss Jr., his name is Dove. Oh, I, I did this for Matt because this is a hard last <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, go ahead. Typhenbach, I think, is okay. But he was also in. He was one of the kids on the beach in Tommy Boy. What? They yell like you, they yell. Oh yeah, quit playing with your dinghy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's They're a like, hey, whale yes. on your boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Watch your language in front of the lady, punk. <laughs> I know where you live and I've seen where you sleep and I swear oh, to everything it's so holy. Sad because <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to tell the audience we originally had another movie in mind for this. And um it's it's but super sad we couldn't do it because we were gonna do Airheads, which yes. is a, another Farley movie, but we had a hard time locating I, it. I couldn't so. even find it to buy it. I was very yeah. upset by it. It yeah, was, was Cinemax only. Either. I got a little excited. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck airheads. 
Yeah, Cinemax we, only, and I was not willing to do a trial just for that for that one movie. Well, we might be able to do it later. We did the same thing with um, Revenge no, of the no, Nerds. No. Oh yeah, Revenge of the Nerds. We couldn't find anywhere, and then all of a sudden it was streaming, and we were like, "Oh fuck, we got to do this movie because <laughs> otherwise, if we don't do it, you can't get it anywhere." That's yeah. Funny. So yeah, it, which is a bummer because I I know James was super excited about it. He's like, "Oh, I love that movie," and then we made him watch this, which is so. <laughs> I had to watch Ridiculous. it like too, Matt. When you said we're like, watch it takes two, and I was like, I can't do it all the way. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, we hit two settings. It'll work. I it's all right. The apartment with my cat watching it takes two. I'm like, I gotta maybe go have a hard drink. Yeah, <laughs> where, wherever you stopped though was probably a better ending than what actually what, what the movie picked up. In the yeah. Okay. Like, all right, they got there in the end. <laughs> they got there eventually. I love it. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Uh, were you guys uh, fans of um, the show that they were in when they were kids? Yeah. Full House. Full House. Jesus Christ. Were you guys fans of Full House? Yes. Yeah, I grew up watching that. I think Fuller House is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it might I take a few more. I haven't watched Fuller House, but I, I loved Full House. And that's what I was telling Kate. Like, my daughter, sorry, she's six and a half. I tried to make her watch it last night. And she, <laughs> this is what she did when I tried to make her watch this movie. We have like a circle in our house. Like you can walk through the living room, through the dining room, through the kitchen, and then back around. Like it's like a circle. She put a beanie over her face and over her eyes and walked through nice. that circle. Like Rather 18 than- times. To show how pissed off she was that I was trying to make her watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and just because she was being an asshole. So then I was like, okay, like, you need to go in your room. We're watching this. My husband and I watched it. He had never seen it. Yeah. And then today I'm watching it for the third time in my living room. She comes in in the middle of it. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is this is a pretty good movie. I'm like, bitch, our <laughs> rental's almost out. I just <laughs> ordered that movie, you know, two days ago or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah I, grew up, I grew up watching Full House a lot. Someone recently just told me because they saw me do stand up and they're like, we're talking about they. I gave them Uncle Joey vibes. And I was oh. like, Ooh. no, 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 no. Not Uncle Joey. Not even close. No. Well, thank I don't you, think that man, at all. because I agree with you. Uh-huh. Nice. This is a Jesse situation. <laughs> I agree. All Jesse all the time. Yeah. It, it could have been because you had that stuffed woodchuck, though. I mean, that might have <laughs> been the issue, but. That's not supposed to be public knowledge. Yeah, right. You got to distance yourself from that if you don't want to. Were you calling the... yourself Ranger James? Because <laughs> if you were calling yourself Ranger James, that might have been a thing. So. I got the prop hat. Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, um, my. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Just Full House was a huge deal in my in my house because my wife was a, a fan, uh, and she went out and bought all of the DVD seasons before like streaming services were a thing. So now we have a shelf on our you know on our bookshelf that's just devoted to like all of the seasons of Full House. So nice. that yes. happened. We're supporting the Olsen twins uh, in a roundabout way, <laughs> like okay, they need so, it. <laughs> do you guys um? You know who Mara Wilson is? She was in Mrs. Doubtfire and Matilda and yeah. all that. So yeah. she was actually considered for the role to like play both kids. Hmm. And then, um, but she couldn't do it because she was in the middle of making Matilda. She had been on a Mrs. Doubtfire and Miracle on 34th Street. Also, Matt, this is for you, Christina Ricci. Oh, look was, at that. Uh, she was also considered, but unavailable because she was doing Casper. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I'll let that I'll let that happen. I don't yeah, I don't know if I would have respected her as much if she had done this movie instead. 
Um, <laughs> it's definitely not, doesn't feel like a Christina Ricci type of project. No, it would have got real dark. Uh, uh, the dead mom. I mean, it does, <laughs> it tracks a bit. Christ, any, any movie where the mother is dead, Christina Ricci could just sort of slide right in there, but it would be a lot worse. Uh, For those I, that don't know, Matt is a huge Ricci fan. Yeah. <laughs> and That's not a reach. I respect that. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, uh, also, during the horse chase scene with Kirstie Alley and Steve Gutenberg, they did all of their own like horse work, which oh, wow. you can kind of, I mean, you can tell. Like I was watching and I'm like, oh, that they're really on a horse, which scares the shit out of me. I'm yeah. not going to lie. You got to post and, it. Yeah, they did it all. Really so. What's up? I said, Mandy's got a picture, a poster of Steve Gutenberg riding a horse over her bed. <laughs> yes. Dude. The 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 open <laughs> like linen shirt that he has when he like it, it's just not tucked in and he's just walking around. I'm like, mm, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's the scene where they played the Hidden Valley Ranch theme song over top of it, right? Oh, yes. Let's come on down to Hidden Valley Ranch or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing I could think of during this. Like, oh shit, it's time to eat a salad. Here we go. <laughs> now we're gonna get sued by everyone. All right, there we go. I I might have laughed over it, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. In valley That's right. Down in the valley. Everything's good. <laughs> um, just so, because we talked about it, um <laughs> Philip Basco and Steve Gutenberg were both in Three Men and a Baby, which is a movie we've talked about doing, but we have not done yet. And I think Philip Basco was one of the bad guys, the guys that he tr- tries oh, to get, sure. to get that baby. Of yeah, another one of those, hey, get the baby here. <laughs> I thought you had the baby. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> three other men have the baby. <laughs> three different ah. there were three different distinctly different men with babies uh whatever <laughs> she's lost i didn't go look for her whatever holy cow you're a different baby <laughs> all right uh let's do some more clippage here uh this this line comes up often this is one of the recurring lines in the film uh this is uh i believe amanda at this time uh describing what love is i know it's gotta be that can't serious kind of stuff, right? Well, girls gotta have her standards. Well, I got mine, and I say, let's blow off these people. Alright. Fuck those butt kisses. Um, <laughs> and fuck that analogy. Yeah. I had plenty of those prior to my husband, and <laughs> what burns fast burns out. Ah, when I met, right. when I met my husband to start dating him, I was like, oh, like, I, I don't know, I kind of like him, and then like it just built up from there. But the guys that I was like, oh my God, we're going to get married. This is like it. Like love of my life. <clears throat> Total bullshit. Like it turned out so bad. So yeah. that is not a thing. What do you think, James? I think romance is dead. So is God. <laughs> <laughs> Took a real hard turn. Yeah. <laughs> what has COVID done to you? <laughs> I believe that in that movie, Christy Alley wanted more love than Steve Gutenberg knew he even thought he did yeah yes yeah. and how misogynist was it for like the whole thing to be like her trying to find a man like i was like this is she is a caseworker she's got her own career she's doing great like and they were like she doesn't make enough money to adopt yeah that's not a thing the state doesn't want to pay for for this fucking mouth to feed they're like 
Yeah. Oh, hey, you have a, your own house. Pfft, here you go. That's all she needed the man You're for, though. With orphans, take one. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's meet. Uh, we haven't met Alyssa yet, which is the other half of the twins, <laughs> and uh, and Vin- a little piece of Vincenzo here. Here we go. He forgot again. Oh wait, Vin- I do want to remind everyone we're listening to how terrible this accent is. By the way. Yeah. He forgot again. Didn't he? Oh, well, I'm afraid your father's been unavoidably detained. But if it's any consolation, I know an old butler who's mighty glad to see you. Aw. Oh, I'm sorry, Vincenzo. <laughs> How terribly rude of me. I'm very glad to see you, too. Ah, uh, thank you, honey. Hey, I see you've been practicing. Congratulations. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I just like that they can have this, like, rough and gruff butler guy, but they can't uh, suspend the belief that she could have a, a a voice like a regular kid, you know? Right. Like he, Connecticut accent that yeah. like drops every three three acts. It's fucking. It's ugh. yeah. It yeah, is rough. It's rough to great. rough to get through for sure. She gave um, the oh, hard Brooklyn accent. Those are <laughs> the those are the scenes that I forced my daughter to watch to make sure she speaks correctly. <laughs> like, <laughs> Make sure you pronunciate your consonants. Like didn't didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, "You did it." No, uh, you didn't. Here's but a good one. I can't even say it. Like, oh my god, I am like thirty-seven. Didn't like. It- <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> anyway, what up? Just that I'm so terribly relieved that you aren't pissed. <laughs> pissed, miss. I love it. We just got pissed in the middle of the in the movie, so that was exciting. That was awesome. That was probably a big deal for them. Like, oh shit, I get to say pissed in a movie. <laughs> uh, there are still some phrases and parts in this movie that come up in my regular everyday life. Uh, I still say every time someone makes a sloppy Joe, I still go to this. Um, big gooey messy burger, also known as a sloppy Joe. Sloppy. <laughs> just, no, it's a big gooey messy burger. Yeah. <laughs> That will come up I, in my house often. When the when the stepmom introduces her her stepdaughter when she's about to play the piano and she's like, "Who I absolutely adore," yep. I literally <laughs> ran out in the living room from my kitchen where I was doing dishes and like mouthed those words. <laughs> Not that I say that often, but that was like a part of the movie that I yeah. like distinctly remember. That was definitely the tag in the trailer. Like it was like we need to. <laughs> When we when we showcase this movie, it's this little girl standing on a piano stool going, absolutely adore. But when she starts like slamming on the piano, my husband laughed out loud. And I don't think he did that any other real time of the movie. I think he was like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. take it or leave it, you know. But sure? when she started slamming with her elbows and stuff, he was like, <laughs> so. and I, I still get the urge to, to say this every time some every time this comes up your form, young lady. What happened to those equestrian classes you took? Are you asking me equestrian? <laughs> Are you asking me equestrian? Yeah. That still happens <laughs> in my brain. There's some, there's some decent lines in it. Yep, yep. Somebody um, was writing talked, that day. <laughs> we talked about um, James's favorite was um, Philip Bosco. Matt, did you have like a favorite, a favorite performance oh. or somebody that I mean, I don't know. I, I did enjoy Gutenberg. I thought he like carried the movie kind of uh, when I, I don't know. None of the other children really stood out to me at all. Like her little friends. No. I were just I, did, I don't know. It was very much a throwaway. If it's not uh, 
Vincenzo than than probably Gutenberg, I would think. So I hate to admit this because she is like a huge like Trump person and everyone hates her now, but <laughs> here's the alley when she is on the horse and when she, and like every facial expression she makes, I feel like it really makes her character super low. I loved her and I okay. didn't want to love her watching it this time. I was like, you're a fucking bitch in real life. Like, I don't <laughs> want to love you. And then in this movie, I was like, oh, I kind of love you. Sure. Yeah. She's super endearing in the movie. I think yes. she, I think she outacts everyone in it. Yeah. yeah Thank all right. you. All right. Well, and, here. But we, I don't <laughs> want to admit that because she's such a horrible. It's like I Alex recently Baldwin's started. A bad person, but he's a great actor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I I recently watched all of the old episodes of Roseanne, and I was like, oh my god, I love this show so much. But I'm like, oh my god, I hate Roseanne so much. Like yeah. for her recent like racist, you know, ness or whatever. But there's so much good stuff in her show that right, is what? like. But it's like saying, well, and it's also saying like, oh, we should be accepting of like gay people and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, this was so progressive. But now she's a douche. Sorry. Yeah, right. It's not. Ambien will do that to you, I guess, or whatever. Uh, (laughs) Here is uh, some more Kirstie Alley. Guys like him like girls with food names. Cookie, muffin, candy. They don't marry girls like me. He did once. What is this, published somewhere? Her name was Kathy, and she wasn't a food. She was a teacher. Oh, she's even more perfect than I thought. Put you in your place. And she was talking like a regular kid there, too, which was nice. Instead of her <laughs> other delivery. But She was a uh, teacher. <laughs> yeah, right. She was as well. and she... My mother was not a candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we oh, get this. Duchess. Just terrible hot take of uh, from Clarice here as she walks into the study or whatever that was. Like, no wonder the mom's dead. I was like, oh my god, you wanted us to hate her real fast, oh, didn't you? Yeah. So here it we worked. go. They say the first Mrs. Calloway was a lovely woman, but look at this room. <laughs> I was just One of the woman's dead had absolutely no taste. Yikes! <laughs> Can't wait to sell this house. Oh, all right, so mystery solved she's a bad person let's get her out of the picture and then they proceed you know to do so sell the house yeah sell the house god she was just saying this is going to be your favorite favorite house um when we get back from the break which is about to happen here in just a second i do want to make sure that we hit up facebook because we uh we've been asking a facebook question for each of our episodes so when we come back from the break we'll hit the facebook question which was Uh, Have you ever been in a food fight? So make sure if you guys have ever been in a food fight, you have something ready for us to go when we get back. But otherwise, we're going to take this moment to stop and pause and head for a commercial break. So please, uh, you know, go do what this ad says. And we will be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody. It's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. And we're back. All right. Welcome back. Thank you so much for uh, doing whatever the ad said. It's likely just Stu McAllister with the Elemental Podcast. So make sure you go support him. Maybe join the Patreon over there. He needs more uh, more folks. Right now we have six listeners, concurrent listeners on all platforms. <laughs> just 
Stu <laughs> and the six member mafia with six listeners. Yes. Just go ahead and add another one for him. That'd be great. Get it to seven. That's right. Get it to, well, every time he gains one, he loses one. So it's just a perpetual six <laughs> is where he's at all the time. So push to eight. Change <laughs> the algorithm. That's right. That's right. All right. So yeah, uh, welcome back in. And of course, uh, we want to make sure we take the time to check up on the Facebook question of the day. So our Facebook question for this particular episode was asking if anyone had been in a food fight. And of course, we know the iconic scene from this film. Uh, they're trying to hide the identity of the the one of the girls from Steve Gutenberg uh, to make sure that they're not caught in the middle of their plan to uh, get rid of Miss Kensington. So there's a food fight in the film, and I thought, why not ask around and let's see what happens. Okay, so here are a couple of responses from our Facebook audience. Uh, we have Will Green. Uh, previous guest, <laughs> tremendous comedian, Will Green says, closest I ever came to a food fight was in eighth grade when a friend, uh, when my friend Randy kept bumping my elbow while I was trying to eat a pizza burger or uh, a big gooey messy burger, maybe, if you're a lay person. <laughs> uh, I finally got so mad that I stood up knocking uh, my chair over and threw it at him. So it was more of a food fight of one. Uh, it was an attack, a food attack, maybe. Uh, but Sounds there was violent. that one. Uh, and then we had uh, listener Stacy, uh, who provided one of our theme songs that unfortunately today we will not be using. But uh, Stacy said, no, I almost smashed my sister in the face with birthday cake once. When I turned 13, uh, she doesn't like to be the center of attention. And the sister brought a cake to school and made everyone sing out loud to her uh, during lunch. She was so embarrassed that they didn't talk for almost a week. On that oh, note, no. That's fun. We did have uh, Stu McAllister. Uh, we were just talking about old Stewie. He says uh, he dumped a carton of milk on someone in high school. So that was the closest he ever came. Oh. Uh, Adam House said, I pulled a, uh, the page out of Billy Madison and took a kid or talked a kid into throwing a sandwich at the bus driver. Uh, <laughs> after being punished by sitting up front with the grade school kids, I led them in sing-alongs two mornings in a row. By the third day, I was uh, the punishment was over. So they said to on <laughs> his ass back. Uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon Alberta, previous guest of the show, comedian Brandon said, no, that was just, that's it. No, <laughs> no food fights for him. Uh, Elena Gonzalez did mention that she loves this pairing, which was, uh, it takes two and James Couture together. Yeah. It was a perfect she fit. She loves it. Um, it's because I'm a Gemini. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it does take two, the twins. All right. Uh, Lindsay said, uh, we have, we used to intentionally backwash into each other's drinks as kids because we were disgusting. Uh, but that's more of an ongoing war than a fight. And she says, hashtag Snapple. So her and her <laughs> sister, she used to sneak a drink and then spit back into the bottle, apparently. So that's extra gross. Um, yeah, and I think that covers all of our respondents from, uh, from the Facebook question today. Uh, yeah, so lots of good engagement there. If you guys are into that sort of thing, make sure you go find us and like us on Facebook, so you can participate, and we'll read your uh, responses on the air as well. But you guys, now we're open to you. Have you guys ever been in, around, seen, witnessed a food fight? No. What about no. you, James? No. No, it's like a big movie thing. The closest thing orchestrated was like you know when you would blow air into a brown paper bag and you would pop it. Oh yeah. And make a big bang. We had like in the cafeteria at an elementary school was in the gym, so it was loud. So we just handed bags out to everybody in eighth grade, and just one, two, three, popped. It was like a, this huge explosion. <laughs> <laughs> that was the coolest, thing, closest thing. All right, yeah, Mandy, anything with you? 
Um, the closest I came was when I threw my retainer away on my tray. And then oh, I had no. to dig through the garbage because I feared like physical violence when I got home. And it was a clear retainer. Like I wanted a clear Ew. one. So it wasn't like easy to see. And I did find it. You did and find I dug it? Through, nice. I did. It was like, it was legit. And my bottom retainer, it was like stuck in someone's hamburger. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Trying to, get a, trying to get a piece of its own. But my parents never knew. And I don't know how many classes I missed, but I didn't give a shit. Because yeah. I was like, it is not worth it. <laughs> but yeah. No, I do. Like, I agree with James. That is just like the whole time I'm watching that, especially as a mother. I'm like, who's cleaning this shit up? Like, yeah. she encouraged this food fight, and then she like walks away, like, oh, ha, ha, ha. like there has to be some sort of janitor that's like off in the corner, like I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the food fight and hook when it's all colorful and Superman ice creamy. I'm like, I'm the lost <laughs> boy sneaking out of there. I don't think. Yeah. I don't like. <laughs> I don't want to be sticky. I don't. I don't like any of this. I don't want. <laughs> I don't need macaroni and cheese in my hair. I don't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't bring an extra outfit. Let's 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 skip over the food fight for sure. Um, Are you food fight? Nothing, nothing real crazy. I mean, uh, I do remember one time we stopped off at a roadside like vendor thing and got like a bushel of something. It was Brian and I. And we got like a bushel of like peaches or something. And then we just drove around the neighborhood trying to wing the peaches at like road signs as we would pass by. Uh, and if you connect, if you're driving at like 50 miles an hour and you connect with like a turn ahead sign uh, with like a peach, it gets a real big uh, rattle out of it. It's a pretty exciting event. That's what we used to do uh, when we were kids in in Delton. So um, I did also witness one person do like a reverse food fight, uh, like projectile vomited all over like the surrounding area. It was uh, they they put their hand up over their face to try to stop what was happening from happening. But all they did was open their hand up and made like little little areas for it to spread and come out between it just came out between each finger and it just kind of shot everywhere it was like a spreader oh, it was bad news awful. so that was kind of like a reverse food fight i, I suppose <laughs> was that was that a drunk person because it was, it, it was like yeah it was liquid you, it, it's different than like than lunch yes like, this was know, not a solid mass this was a real problem <laughs> Uh, it was in, in an enclosed space also. And uh, Mandy, you're familiar with who it was, but I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, I love right. it. So that's pretty much it for, for the food fight scenario. But yeah, it was fun. It was nice to see some answers from the old audience there. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and move on. Are you guys ready to play some games? Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's talk about it. Because we just spoke with uh, or about Mr. Stu McAllister, let's go ahead and play his theme song for his game. Here it is. Box office theme song. <laughs> Short and sweet, recorded live on the air. It's the box office theme song. Mandy, take it away. All right. So this will be a little bit different because we, I, or I, was not able to find the budget to make this movie. I don't know why it's so secretive. It is something that you cannot find. If someone finds it, please email it to us because sure. I, I was unable. So instead of saying the budget of this movie, we're going to say what we thought the box office was for this movie. So, um, James, how much do you think that It Takes Two has made roughly until today worldwide gross? What do you think the, the amount of money this movie has made up until today? I'd say 20 mil. 
Okay. okay. Uh, I I know this was like a banger for them. Like it was one of their better grossing movies for the for the twins. Uh, it really would make se- or it would make it easier to tell based on what the budget was to make it. But I'm gonna say this one was probably pushing closer to like forty million. I'll say. Whoa. Okay. Nineteen point four million. Oh my god, James! So close. Yes. Very and good. This- I do think we should say too that this wasn't really like put on by the Olsen twins. This was a collaboration between Warner Brothers and their production company. So I think that later they probably made more money with okay. just their stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, this is when they were just trying to sort of uh, sort of kick off their own little production company and put their name on everything that they could. I bet point. if it was a Disney production, though, like because it has that like childhood Disney feel, like yep. I bet it would get to that like forty mil point. They would have yeah. like produced the shit out of that, <laughs> like Jack, like Robin Williams Jack, like that has a Disney feel to it as well. But I bet that's close to twenty mil as well. I don't know. Yeah, you're talking Jack, the one it's where like, he. Like, adult slash child feel to it yeah for sure yeah, yeah. yeah we gotta do that movie too we haven't done that one yet really? no. I thought for sure that would have been like early i will do yeah. it but i know i hate doing movies that i know will just wreck me that makes like, you emotionally. sad yeah like <laughs> we all miss Robin. And we have done them we have we did like my girl which i knew was just sure. gonna wreck me emotionally we've done right. movies that that's where like, we found out that bees hate acrobats we picked the perfect guest for it too because he was so uplifting simon yeah. was amazing. <laughs> simon carlson so. yeah sure He's all right good. let's uh let's move on then we do uh, that's it for uh box office let's go ahead and kick off another game let's do this one here let's play guess the age all right it is time to play guess the age that's where we uh give you the name of a an actor and ask you how old they were when the movie was filmed. Uh, Mandy, take it away. All right. We're going to start low on the totem pole. James, how old do you think Jane Seabit was who played Clarice Kensington when this movie came out in 1995? I feel like I've seen her, by the, sorry to derail this immediately, but I feel like I've seen her in a bunch of stuff, but the only thing I can remember was Friends. I know she was on Friends for a bit. And then- I- I thought the same thing. I'm like, this girl has been in so much stuff. And then I looked I her up and I'm like, friend. yeah, like, no. I'm no. on season 10 of Friends. What What was she in Friends? Was she the, no, she was Ross's lesbian wife? Yeah, the yeah. the wife of his ex-wife. Yeah, yep. Yes. Yeah, they got, I've been, I'm in season 10 of Friends now. They kind of abandoned her. Yeah. Old- oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that show. I'm super happy you're watching it. Nice. All right, so how old do we think she was during the filming? I want to say, God, I want to say she was like 31, but she's probably like 28. I'm going to say 31. Okay. I'm going to say 35. She was 33. So we did a a good middle ground there. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, the Goots Goots is probably a little older. So I would imagine it just to make it believable. (laughs) Well, the Goots was the first fallen. I mean, have you seen that body? Yeah. Angel. Yeah, that's true. Even with all the hair, I was just like, I don't even care. Like, I just like mm, <laughs> on that chest. Like, it didn't matter. All right. All right. 
Um, oh, James, your favorite, Philip Bosco. How old do you think he was when he played old Vincenzo? Vincenzo. Yeah. Philip Bosco was 29 years old. <laughs> <laughs> a, a gruff 29 year old New York. I bet monster. he was, I bet he was like 62. Okay, Ooh. Matt. I'm going to say 57. 68. Oh, wow. All right. Wow, he was looking yeah, he, he was. He died in 2018. So, Aww. rips to Vincenzo. Um, all right. Uh, James, how old do you think the Olsen twins were when they were in this movie? Which one? Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I knew that was coming and I was going to I was going to wait for it to happen. <laughs> I'm going to say one was nine, one it was nine in three minutes. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, yeah, I will say, God, I feel like they're like New York Minute movies and shit. That was when they were like teenage. So this has got to be pushing just, I will say they were 11 in this movie. Yeah, actually, they were both nine when it came out. Hey, look at that. Yeah, totes. James has got it. That's to teach. You can tell an age when you're like right at a kid. You're like, that kid is in third grade. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Which I also think is weird, Matt, because this was, you were 12 when this came out. So yeah. you couldn't have been like sexually attracted. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I, yeah, I was not hot for the Olsen twins or anything. It was just, like I said, it was just a movie I was allowed to throw in whenever. Right, and no, it, I'm like right there with Matt. It's the same way, like growing up just a little bit outside of them, but still be like, I also like they're they had their own little detective series. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and it was and it was an interesting movie. Like it had a plot to it, and there was this big, like they had to work together to thwart this bitch ass lady who was trying to sell her dead mom's house. Like I was like, yeah. I can get behind this. <laughs> like the Hardy Boys meets Scooby Doo meets what's the story, Wishbone? That's right. That's right. <laughs> James has got it. Oh we're my on, God. We're on board. Fishbone. I haven't thought about that forever. All right. <laughs> so now we have um, Kirstie Alley. How old do you think she was, James, when this came out in 1995? Well, rude of you to ask, first of all. It's <laughs> true. Um, <laughs> do you think she was pissed that her name in this was Diane after all of her <laughs> years on Cheers? I wondered that too because yeah exactly because yeah. she was not diane she yeah. was the diane replacement uh-huh god i love cheers um i would say she is i'm gonna say she's 34 in this movie okay, okay. matt oh goodness uh i'll say she was i don't know i go 30 i'll say she was 30 i think she was older but i'll say 30 okay so you guys obviously did not pay attention during the, the scenes when she jumped in the water and all of her makeup dripped off of her disgusting, wrinkly face. She was 41. 44. Oh, she God. was 44 in nice. this movie. Movie That's magic. Crazy. Movie it magic. Was- <laughs> And the thing is, she was still very attractive. I do have to say, she was amazing. She looked great. But but when she was in the water, I was just like, oh, no. She's a wet dog. They did did you bad, sister. They shouldn't have made this scene in this movie. (laughs) Like, oh, no. Well, they needed the Gutenberg uh, wet shirt scene. So they had to do, they had to get us there somehow, you know? Yes, they did. And speaking of Gutenberg. 
James, how old do you think Steve Gutenberg was when he played Roger Calloway in 1995? I'm going to say he was, God, she was 38. Okay. Matt? He's probably like 49. Goots, I'm going to say, was like 45. 37! What? Matt? Man. What the hell? I'm slipping. He looked I'm amazing. And she looked like right. shit. And you assumed she was 30 and he was. Oh. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not allowed to <laughs> I'm not allowed to venture a guess at a lady's age. <laughs> anyway. Right. So that is that Well, she does not look like that now. If no. you go Google her, <laughs> she looks like shit run over. Yeah, yeah. And she also supports Donald Trump, so that's Woof. basically what people that support Donald Trump look like in my opinion. <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, is that the end of that one? Are we done with ages? Yes. All right. Let's move on. We'll keep on trucking. Here we go for our next game. And it's got a theme song as well. And the theme song goes like this. Ooh, that sound. Did you hear that sound? <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> Ooh, that sound. The sound that just played you. That was the result of us asking for people to make theme songs for us. And previous guest, Jared Hibbs, uh, providing one for this game. So uh, thank you, Jared, for providing What's That Sound, a theme song. Uh, and today we have three three different sounds Ooh. for this. So what this is, uh, I will take, I took a sound from the film, and I've isolated it down, and I'm just playing this for you out loud. Uh, it's your job, James, to tell me what's happening on screen while this sound is is happening. If you don't get it, it's going to go to Mandy for her to take a guess at it. And if Mandy doesn't get it also, it's going to go to the audience uh, to participate and uh, try to tell us what was happening. I on feel screen. like because my my I don't have headphones. Like Your I'm real headphones. My earbuds. Yeah. yeah, like my headphones jacked yeah. out right before this. This is very. Uh, I, I feel like it's a little bit more competitive. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Uh, let's go with this one. It's going to be the yeah, first. One, yep, James, you go first on all of them. So let's see here what you've got for this sound. <laughs> Just kept going. <laughs> all right. If you'd like to hear it again, I'll play it. <laughs> what do you what do you think was happening? It's when, the, it's when the Olsen twins at this point have swip swap places and uh, she meets uh, the woman who's going to marry uh, <laughs> uh, 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 her father uh, and she's wearing the makeup that like the face, the face mask cleanser, not yep. makeup. <laughs> the ghost, so she just screams away <laughs> running down the stairs and slams the door. Yep. That's correct. Yeah. That was, uh, their version of old uh, old lady Calloway, the uh, the ghost of <laughs> the ghost of old lady Calloway. So nice job, that was it. Correct. Next one, gonna that go was like a perfect for that, but that was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Next one's gonna go like this. Here we go. Oh my God. <laughs> There's a whole lot of screaming going uh -huh, on. Uh, what do you think was happening on screen during that? Okay, this is when she's in the stretch limo and she's in her pink like shirt, or is it blue? Anyway, she's pulling it at her hair and she's long blonde hair at this point, and there's clear like bubble double gum yeah. in her hair. 
and she's screaming at it, which leads up to the inevitable tragic yes, haircut. That is correct. Yeah, the tragic well haircut. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I am going to play that one again just because it was fun. So here's that one one more time. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. She right. did a great job when she's like, I'm having a train wreck. Like, you know she what? Did awesome. the, the more I think about it, the, the better her performance was as an evil person. Like she was awful, but she did an okay job of helping us yeah. uh, to feel like she was a terrible person. So that's good. All right. Uh, <laughs> final sound. Here we go. I'll play it again if you need it. Yeah, one more time. Yep. Uh oh, this one's going to be more of a shot in the dark, I think. Um, because I don't. It sounds like walking around in wet pants, and the only thing I'm thinking about is when they're in the lake and she has to jump in to save them. Um, but that's. But there's mischievous music. Playing. Yeah, the soundtrack doesn't fit for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that it's one of the Olsen twin. God, I'm gonna. I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. He was sneaking back into the house after swimming across the lake. No, no, it was. That's a good guess, but no, no. And Mandy, do you have a guess? Can I hear it one more time? And you sure can. You know it. Shout it out. Is it the, it's not the frog under her blanket. No. That's a good sound clip. God, that's a yeah. tough one. All right. Because in the interest of uh, letting you both know what the answer is and uh, how bad I am at following up on these on our next episodes, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys what, <laughs> yeah, the, what the answer is now. Uh, and it's funny because Mandy, you and I were talking about before the episode, I think before we started recording, uh, something about the sound of macaroni and cheese, like squishing oh! macaroni and cheese. This is actually after the bowl gets thrown onto Gutenberg's head. This is the macaroni and cheese falling off onto his lap, and then yeah, this is the uh, the music they played during that. So. That's just clops of macaroni and cheese falling. <laughs> Bleh. All right. Plop back. Yeah, floppy mac. That That's was, it. That Big was gooey not messy. The, por the porn macaroni and cheese no. sound. No, that, that was, was not, not at all. <laughs> all right, so that is the final uh, bit to that game. Uh, what's that sound? So we have extinguished all sounds. Uh, you guys got two out of three. Not bad. Nice. And I would have uh, thought less of you if you'd gotten that last sound anyway. So it's probably best. <laughs> nice job. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah. That wasn't really what it sounds like. I know. Right? I know what it sounds like. <laughs> Um, also, we talked about it before the podcast, but um, the older sister of the Olsen twins plays Wanda in WandaVision, which yeah. I was super shocked. We watched it and I loved it. And I was like, how do I know this girl? Like, I feel like I've seen her before and it's legit because she looks just like them, but yeah. not as creepy. Introduction, <laughs> WandaVision. What's up? Mandy, is that your first time seeing the old Wanda Maximoff in the MCU? Yes, I have not watched all the Marvel movies. <laughs> I know. You're like Most a 98 year old woman who goes to the theater like, what's happening? Hey, dude. This one? 
I have a six-year-old daughter that only wants to watch things that are like pretty or shiny. So sure. yes, that that's the fact. That's the fact, Jack. But here's the thing. I don't watch any of the Marvel movies. I'm not a huge fan of any of that stuff, but I still knew that she was something. I was like, that that their sister is definitely she's movies. been in other stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> so, several things. Yeah. She's it just got breaks me odd because she's such like a well-known actress. This is a movie podcast, Mandy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah movies, movies from... that shaped our childhood. <laughs> that bitch was like three. It's true. It's true. All right. So that brings us to the end of the games portion. I'm gonna go back through real quick and see if we missed any of the clips that we didn't get a chance to play. Clarice talking about the dead mom. We got that. Oh, this is uh, Diane making a promise uh, to one of the kids. I forget which one she talks to. You're not a reject. It's just that most people... This is the heartwarming portion. I know. This orphan stuff is like growing up in a dog pound. Everybody wants a puppy. Just once I'd like to sleep in my own room. Hey, come here a minute. Listen to me. You listening to me? <laughs> Calm down. I'm going to find you the best home in the entire world. Kind of. I mean, she kind of does, you know. Foreshadowing. This, uh, I don't know that that kid would have any wherewithal, you know, about what happens in a dog pound either. She's like, well, she's been an orphan only, her entire life. Not only that, but we want to get another dog and there's no <laughs> fucking way we're getting a puppy. Yeah. Like for the record, <laughs> we want to rescue a dog that's like five to seven. Get, get a three legged dog that's on, almost dead. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I want a nice, we don't used want medical dog. costs either. We want something like <laughs> relatively healthy. Right. Um, and it looks like we would take a three-legged dog. What else? Three-legged dogs are the best dogs. Yeah, I was going to say, some of the best dogs I've ever been around, I think, had been three-legged dogs. I don't know what it is. They're sprightly. Yeah. Um, They're grateful. They're like, like, hey, thanks. Yeah, right. walking around. (laughs) Look at me. I got people who like me, even without my leg. What's that other leg? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, I've got one more clip I haven't played yet, so I'm just going to throw this out. Or no, wait. I don't have a clip for the end if I play this one now. So instead of doing don't that, play it now, then. no, 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 we got to have a clip for the end. Yeah, the, that button. Either that or it's just the mac and cheese squish noise and we don't need that again. Uh, so James, was there a point in this that we didn't talk about like one of the parts that was like super cheesy that you hated or one of the parts that you loved? Like what did we miss? Was there anything? No, there's, we pretty much talked about everything about this movie that's both good and bad. Like it's, there's no like weird hidden agenda. It's just kind of one of those good, feel good family movies that kind of happens yeah. with no other reason for it to happen. Ever just <laughs> right? like They're about to get married. You're like, well, bet this won't get broken up. Like you just <laughs> down. I do love that. They didn't give us any off. bit of backstory on any of it. Like we don't know where, they met or why they fell in love. We don't know where Alyssa had been gone to and how long she had been gone. There's just, we don't need any of that. That's not Only part of the story. The butler is really uh, like taken back, like two yeah. identical persons. <laughs> two identical. No one else. No one else. Like yeah. identical strangers. And then they stole that guy's horse and buggy. 
love, but we're in love. No one else is paying attention except the old man. Yeah, right. right. I have a question. How do you guys think it would have been had the roles been reversed? What if the woman would have been super rich and the man would have been... Was like evil? Yeah. Well, no. Why do you assume the woman has to be evil? This is such bullshit. What do you mean? No, what I'm saying is like, what what if she had lost her parents... And there was a woman that had a child that, yeah. and she had a bunch of money that never would have happened in 1995. <laughs> they wouldn't there have made that no, movie. No, I just, when I said, and she was evil, I meant the guy would have been like oh. the Gutenberg or the Miss Kensington would have been an evil man who came in to try to take Mr. all of Correct. Mr. Kensington. Yes. Kensington would have come in. I yeah. absolutely <laughs> adore children. <laughs> I like yeah. that was I the only thing it was your house. That that was the thing for me. It seemed very chauvinist. Like yeah. she wanted a man and she didn't make enough money to adopt, which um she definitely would have made enough. Do you think it was was it money specifically or was it just like the household needed to be a complete household um, in order No. For well, in 1995, yes. In yeah. today's world, no. Single people adopt all the time. Sure, sure. I was going to ask you guys, too, I forgot to mention this, uh, was going to be one of my questions during the middle portion there. Uh, Did any of you ever go to summer camp? And was your experience at summer camp anything similar to this? Not in the sense that there were, like, people hashing plans and, like, plotting, but, I mean, like, did you guys do, like, the kayaking? Orphan orphan camp? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Like, yeah, did you guys go to the orphan camp? Yeah. I've been to a week, like, a week, uh, like, up north, week-long camp. Okay. like what was YMCA, Camp Timbers YMCA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a good time? Any thoughts on that? I'd say there was growing lessons to it. There's like weird pools, like I don't know, like especially in like the Saginaw, like the the Mid Michigan area. It mm-hmm. was like different pockets between. It was like the mall, but like out in the woods. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> okay. the boss or the preps or like all these little pockets. Of so nothing changed. It was just the same as it. Out. It was just social circles. It was like anything else, honestly. Nice. All right. I only um, ever went to, like, I went to fifth grade camp. Uh, it was like the overnight camp for, uh, I don't think we even stayed like one or two days or something. I don't know. But nothing, nothing remotely interesting happened during it. I did, I had a boa constrictor crawl across my legs. Ooh. Like, they let us, they let us go to like a place that kept exotic, like, woods animals and then for whatever reason they like that was open to snakes yeah they trucked in a boa constrictor for some reason and they just let it like i don't know it had to be like 20 or not 20 i don't know like 15 foot long it was nuts they made all the kids line up on the floor and pull their pant legs up so their bare shins were showing and then they just let the thing crawl across all of our legs it was the craziest shit i've ever seen what a tease for the snake yeah right yeah (laughs) i I could eat any one of these (laughs) (laughs) i went to a summer camp that was fucking awful my sister and i she was four years older than me um we they it was basically like a boot camp and um and then the girls in my cabin had been to the camp the year before and they hated this other girl i don't know why she was a little strange but (laughs) they put toothpaste all over inside of, of her sleeping bag so they got all of us up and I'm talking about like, like third make third grade maybe. So I was maybe like seven or eight. They got all of us up in the middle of the night and made us run laps around the the football field. 
And they're like, now maybe you'll be too tired to pull pranks. And so that (laughs) night I was like, fuck this shit. I was like, I want to be with my sister who was four years older than me. And I was like, I I need her like this place is jacked. My sister and I went to the like the office and she called my parents and she was like, gotta go mom. <laughs> like this place is fucking awful. It is nice. a boot camp. We get up in the morning. We do crab walks. Like <laughs> we do jumping jacks. It was insane. Like this place was not good. Like huh. at all. It was horrible. And it wasn't, yeah, no, well, it was don't, bad. It, well, don't tell my kid because we're trying to talk her into going to summer camp next year. So, I want my kid to go to summer camp too. I'm pretty sure that place got fucking shut. Well, knowing my parents that and how white bad. trash they are, they're probably like, oh, we just had to send them like, it was like the cheap, like the lowest bidder right. like right. camp. So they probably sent us to some, I don't even know. I was so young, but yeah, it was awful. James, so, I, I have another question for you. Uh, the room that you're, the room that you're currently in, there's a painting behind you on the wall. Are you talking about Velvet Elvis? Is that what that is? Okay. Cause I can just, <laughs> I can just make out the light portions of it at this point. And I wasn't sure if it was like, yeah, that's much, yeah, that's much better. better. That's, that is a Velvet Elvis for sure. All right. That makes more sense then. I was going to ask you if that was the velvet painting of Elvis Presley. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I, I like it. it. I like it a lot. Well, that'll give, uh, anybody who's listening on. Uh, a reason to make sure that next time you tune in to the live stream so you can see things like that. Um, right. But otherwise, I mean, this is pretty much the end of the line, folks. We've talked about the movie. We've kind of gave it our who's and what's it's. Uh, James, we always ask all of our guests. Uh, this kind of gives a nice cap to the end of the conversation. Would you watch this movie again? Yes, but with people. Okay. That's it. It by myself. Little people. <laughs> Watching it by yourself was a, like if I get eight kids in this apartment, I know what movie I'm putting on. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If you ever go uh, substitute teach anywhere, and you need a movie to play. Just look out for that pissed part. You just got to mute during. <laughs> well, <laughs> and Kirstie Alley says, "Damn." Oh, all right, uh, Mandy. Will you watch this movie again? Um, maybe only if it's free. <laughs> sure. All right. Yeah, uh, your things too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they come out with the sequel, it takes three, and then we'll we'll probably check in on that one. And three's company. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I will probably not watch this movie again. We watched it as a uh, family yesterday, uh, and nobody cared. Like my daughter was not <laughs> interested at all, and my wife was like, "I've seen this. I don't. I don't care at all about this." So uh, it was not anything where we'd be able to be like, oh, remember when we watched this before? Let's pull this well, out and watch it again. And so. that's the thing, too. Only if it's free and my daughter wants to watch it. I yeah. will not watch this as an adult sure, on my sure. own. I could <laughs> see this being fun to watch with people around you that were also experiencing From it for the era. first time. Yeah, sort of. oh, like, yeah. Like, I could really see that being a treat to like force someone to watch this movie for the first time and just get <laughs> a hot think, take on it. Me theater 3000 this pretty easily. Oh, I yeah. Think. My husband was like, you were going to do airheads, and then you did this. <laughs> I was, was like, yeah. Drop down. I, guess. I, was, I, I was like, Matt's actually been pushing this movie for a while. I'm just glad it's out of the... Well, I kept seeing it streaming, and it wasn't streaming anymore where we thought it was, but I kept seeing it on there, and I'm like, before this goes away, we should probably touch on this movie, because I know there were a lot of people around that were into this class of... Like the... 
Oh yeah, for but sure. Now and then, the Casper, the 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 like young coming of age girl movies. We don't really have a ton of those no. to uh, pick from, and this was kind of that era uh, for me. And I was like, let's <laughs> let's see if that's worth watching. So we'll see what what happens. We'll see if we get any feedback from anybody from it. But uh, all in all, very pleasant experience. I was glad I rewatched it, but I just don't need to watch it again. Like there's no no right. point for that. But all right, let's do some plugs. James, you yeah. got anything coming up you want people to look at? Anywhere you want them to go? Um, when is this? This is live. When right it's now, live so. on Twitch right now, but the the podcast will release on Wednesday. Okay, I was going to say Wednesday on the twenty eighth. I'm going to be at the Comedy Castle uh, for the Comedy Rumble, so you could see me there doing ninety seconds of killer material. Oh, yeah. uh, and uh, you can also just check out uh, at Salsa Parlor on YouTube. We have live podcasts, uh, streaming, live shows, streaming, stand-up clips, sketches, and more. Perfect. Nice. Very concise. I love the plug. Perfect. In and out. <clears throat> That's all we need. Mandy, do you have anything else? I do. Um, in Michigan, there are approximately 13,000 children in foster care and 300 which need to be adopted. Um, most families want to adopt babies. Most kids that need to be adopted are teenagers and there, there's not a lot wrong with them. I used to work with them. I'm telling you right now, if you are interested in foster care, please look into the DHHS website, um, into how to do that. Um, even just a short time foster care would help. Um, I, I, I used to work with that and they are needed and sure. it would be amazing. So if you, if you feel that in your heart, please, please, please look into that. This movie made me think of that, of that big time. So thank you. All right. Very good. Ooh, uh, living for a one-ups in the chats. I'm catching the end. Looks like hell yeah, you are. Uh, all right. Uh, for me, my plug is Twitch. Uh, if you want to go find us on Twitch, uh, my name is it's uh, twitch.tv slash mattopoly83. It's M-A-T-T-O-P-O-L-Y-8-3. Uh, you can find us there. I think we might start doing this. We might start live streaming uh, when we record. Um, if it's, it's super uh, fun. It's, yeah, it's been, it's been a fun thing, and there's been a little bit of feedback we've been able to touch on here and there from folks that were in the chat. So uh, make that happen if you can. Otherwise, uh, we don't really know how to end this thing, except for me just playing a clip to uh, round it out. Otherwise, I'll just keep talking about nothing. So today, the clip sounds wait where is it where is it damn it did i play this one already no i didn't all right here you go the clip sounds like this listen lurch you don't want me i'm too skinny there are other kids big fat ones right outside eat them <laughs> all right thank you guys so much thanks james uh go go do the salsa parlor thing on youtube watch all their stuff it's great and we'll uh we'll see you guys later thank you so much have a good night bye hey, -bye.